The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. A lot of people thought that one of the big events of the year was going to be Katie Taylor fighting at Croke Park, possibly in front of 80,000 people. But it's not going to happen and it seems there's going to be less than 10,000 people instead who get the chance to see her long overdue fight in Dublin as a professional world champion. Gavin Casey from the 42.ie is with us. What's gone wrong here? Why is Katie Taylor not going to be uh, fighting at Croke Park? Yeah, it's pretty mad, Matt. Like, uh, if you'd said a couple of years ago that Taylor would be having a homecoming at all, it would have been cause for jubilation. And yet here we are on the precipice, on the precipice of it happening. And because it's been downsized at the three arena, it almost feels like an anticlimax or, or a letdown. And really, it's just a, an impasse has been reached in negotiations between Taylor's promotional team, uh, Matchroom Boxing, who are led by Eddie Hearn and by Croke Park officials. Um, led by Peter McKenna on that side of the equation. Uh, Matchroom have contended that Croke Park's charges for usage of the stadium uh, are too expensive and prohibitive. Uh, Eddie Hearn, the promoter, has claimed that it's three times the cost of Wembley, which, uh, at which he's staged major boxing events in the past. Peter McKenna has denied, uh, denied that and, and said that basically, um, I guess that, the, that Croke Park is available at market rate for usage um I, i've had private conversations with people at matchroom even just before coming on the phone and like they're disputing mckenna's disputing of their side of the story so it feels as though it's a lot of pointing fingers at the moment and uh, what we probably need is a, an element of clarity really it would be great to see figures on paper if that was possible just well there have the been some exactly figures quoted haven't there i mean that the the cost that was quoted apparently was four hundred thousand euro and that compares with something like a quarter of a million sterling at Wembley, which certainly is more expensive, but it isn't three times more as Hearn has claimed. Yeah, so that was uh, the way McKenna phrased it earlier. Um, speaking uh, as a GA, uh, we're holding a press conference about the reports. My um, understanding of it, or at least what Matchroom have, have told me on, on their side of it, is that the 400000 in rent, let's call it, that McKenna refers to is part of the initial expense. It isn't the totality of that expense. And that uh, the initial charges included that €400,000 figure uh, plus an additional roughly 180000 that would have brought that initial fee up to around five hundred and eighty or, or, or close enough to 600000 Euro and that a couple of days later they were presented with uh, additional operational costs essentially and by those I mean things like people to operate turnstiles etc uh, people operating the elevators in Croke Park but equally as as Peter McKenna Peter McKenna outlined today security costs which would have accounted for maybe a third of that secondary wave of of expenses at least that's what Matchroom were, were telling me earlier today so. Or add those figures together and ultimately you come up well in excess of, of a million euro. That's what Matchroom claimed they were charged or that's how much it was going to cost them. Uh, Peter McKenna said differently earlier today and, and that's what I'd love to know. Was yeah. it not also be the case that there would be additional costs for Croke Park as to, they have to get planning permission for events like this, don't they? And with the American TV audience that this would have been going on at a time in Crow Park Outdoor that might not have been particularly conducive to American TV audiences, whereas there may be more flexibility at the three arena in that regard. 
Uh, I don't know that, well, I, I know for sure that the fight wouldn't have been staged at an ungodly hour in Dublin just to ensure that an American audience could watch it. I think the broadcaster, own had long, long since accepted and agreed to the fact that it would have to be on at an amenable hour in Ireland, first and foremost. Um, and, and I think like a lot of the, uh, I suppose, the additional details around this like involve things like DAZN, who were pretty fixated on a date of the 20th of May. Sorry, isn't that also the same day that the Rugby's Champions Cup final is on in Dublin, which could very easily have one Irish team in it? Yeah, you would have to say on current form and on likelihood that Leinster will probably be playing in that final, which would surely make it a little bit more difficult to shift 80,000 tickets. I think that's uh, it's only fair to acknowledge that. By the same token, there's probably some people who will argue that Katie Taylor is such a, a cultural figure in Ireland that it may not have been an issue, or at least you'd get up, uh, you'd sell enough tickets to... Um, Maybe it's different audiences as well, but it does also then factor in things like if there are teams coming into Dublin, hotel rooms, and the prices yes. would absolutely go flying up as well. So is it definite that the three arena is going to take place now on the 20th of May? It's. Uh, I would say it's not definite for the simple fact that I think there's a little bit of road left to run. Uh, in this story, I, I, I still think that there could be a, an element of conciliation between both parties, Matroom and Croke Park. Uh, and I don't know that everybody has fully given up on that Croke Park dream. I, I would say, as a matter of fact, that Katie Taylor won't be fighting at Croke Park on the 20th of May. Uh, I, I would say there's a tiny, tiny percentage of a chance that it might happen at Croke Park at some point later in the year. For the moment, if Katie, if Katie Taylor is going to fight next in Ireland, if she's going to fight in Dublin, that will be in the three, in a, three arena at the 20th of May. Um, but I still think there are conversations to be had. I wouldn't. I, I came onto the phone with you pretty much certain that it would be dead. And, and just from what I've been hearing uh, extremely recently throughout the day, um, I'm less certain. And how are the Gardaí with this event going on? Because there have been suggestions in recent years that the Gardaí are not keen to have major boxing events taking place in Ireland because of some of the elements who might turn up at the fixtures. Yeah, I, uh, my understanding was that, that they were on board with it, that a lot of those sentiments or um, concerns really had, had probably passed given events uh, tangential or, or adjacent to boxing in recent years. Uh, and considering that it felt actually generally safer, I guess, in that there hadn't been as many gangland-related incidents in the capital, um, in large part due to the, the good work of the Gardaí. And uh, it's also another minor point of contention, I think, in that a lot of people have been uh, led to believe that, say, Eddie Hearn wanted government um, uh, involvement in this event that he wanted them to almost subsidize it and then uh, people at home might take that to mean that oh so the taxpayer is footing the bill for this and it, it, my understanding of it actually is that Hearn wanted um, the government to potentially subsidize the policing of the event the way that uh, he understood them to do for say an All-Ireland final so to equate it to a national sporting event in which the governmental involvement would be uh, on the policing side of things to to ease that cost, but that the government would not be paying him directly or that they wouldn't be lining his pockets as he attempts absolutely to make a profit from the event. So uh, that was just another little wrinkle in the um, in the equation that hadn't quite been ironed out. And that was affected as well by obviously a, a cabinet reshuffle in December. Uh, I, I had a, in an article yesterday that 
Uh, Thomas Byrne, who's the current sports minister, hadn't been quite as uh, receptive or communicative over the idea. Um, and he's contacted me to say that that's not true. I think he said that in the Doyle as well today. Uh, and, and it's possible I was misled on that front. But certainly the cabinet reshuffle didn't help in the sense that there was a little bit of political momentum behind it before Christmas. And just with the, the change in personnel, I guess it, a little bit of that momentum might have been lost. OK, we leave it there. Gavin Casey, sports journalist with the 42.ie. Thank you for joining us back after this. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.